Winnipeg, wouldn't you like to come down and see a live taping of Anything Goes? It's a little show that we have here on Sirius XM Radio. That's right. April 10th in Winnipeg, part of the Winnipeg Comedy Festival from April 8th to 14th. You want tickets? Simple. Go to winnipegcomedyfestival.com and check out the Anything Goes live taping April 10th. So many great shows. Our show's going to be at the Gas Station Theater. Everybody loves gas stations They're and amazing. theaters and things getting taped. If you've got to use the washroom, you'll have a key attached to a cinder block. It's going to be awesome. Awesome. April 10th, the Winnipeg Comedy Festival.com for tickets. Check everybody out. Previously on Anything Goes. And Kathleen liked it. Kathleen's yeah. like, "Wow, this is this is Indigo Girls' anthem." And, and then, and then you fell asleep in the back of the car, and I, I had to. And then, I, I, my I, favorite part of that was when when was when Dara was sleeping, and then all of a sudden he goes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he turned around and he's no, like, no. I'm, a, I'm okay. No, my favorite part is when you guys thought I was asleep and then they started talking. And Dave's like, you should see Darren sleep. He sleeps like this. He's got his hand over his face. It was adorable. And he's got to wear a mask. Yeah. And he's got to do this. He's like, seems like, is this I, the end of the world? Because I had to sleep through six days of that shit in, in, in Los Angeles. <laughs> and I was Darren sleeps like a... Uh, a little like, baby? Yeah, well, no. But he covers up his face like he's like... Yeah. A, he has a long history of people waking him up with a belt or something <laughs> like that. Or people throwing like hot water in his face. <laughs> I'm just like, who, who gets, who gets, who has to sleep? Who is beaten up in their sleep so often that they that they sleep in a defensive? Well, position? I do, I do. All right, okay. I do. You have kids that probably like try yeah, to. Pull they them. they now sleep like me. Okay, I'm passing it on. <laughs> and, and then, the long legacy of sleeping afraid with one eye open. <laughs> and now let's get to a new exciting show. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Are you ready for some laughs? Are you? When they're finished informing the neighborhood that they've moved in, they'll get back to taking shit. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost. How the fuck am I funny? And Dave Martin. What have we got here? A fucking comedian. Can you dig it? Hey there, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. This is Anything Goes for the week of March 20th, 2013. My name's Dave Martin. I'm sitting here in the studio with uh, Darren Frost. Yes. Welcome <laughs> to the show. It's another week. And another grind. Uh, we are coming for you. T- we are coming for you and to you, like we do every week from the downtown studios in Toronto. Uh, it does. Uh, we have a new pulp. We just uh, made it through St. Patty's Day. Yes. Our uh, our coked out ass grabbing mayor was in the parade. Yep. Nobody threw any uh, fake asses at him. Uh, I think that I thought would have been. Did you go cool. to the St. Patty's Day parade? No, I don't go to that shit. It's it's amateur hour for junior campers and yeah. and fucking uh, people that don't want to drink and want to pretend to be Irish. I've never partied on St. Patty's Day ever. Like not even when I was twenty. I just I just I never did. Well, I think I partied, but I haven't gone. I've never gone to a parade. Right. Uh, at least not one that I know of. And uh, I, I just know that it's it's like New Year's Eve. All of a sudden, you found yourself in one one <laughs> yeah, day. Yeah, well, a, a lot of these guys a, are hugging me. Is par- that- a parade surround. Yeah. <laughs> I like how everybody pretends to be Irish on uh, St. Patty's Day, right. but nobody ever pretends to be gay during on Pride Week. <laughs> right. Uh, and well, maybe some people fall off the maybe, wagon. I think some people, yeah, both the gay and yes, the uh, yes, yes, and the and the drinking wagon. But it's just you know, it's like New Year's Eve. You know, people you know have these expectations. Oh, it's going to be such a crazy night, and they don't yeah. party all year round. Then they build up their expectations, and then they get disappointed. But I guess it's. But if you're Irish, who are predominantly Catholic, it's a good week. You got a new pope, St. Patty's Day. Got a new you know, pope. It's funny. Yeah. That's a king any more Irish than that, I guess. Well, in fact, I mean, you could get an Irish pope, but he's from South, South America, which that's true. Everyone seems to be uh, like pretty, O'Connor pretty happy been, with that. Could have been uh, crowned the pope, and they would have been pretty happy, wouldn't oh, they? Oh man, there was some, there were so many hopes for a, a black pope at one point, yeah. or a, at least Canadian pope, a Canadian pope, American pope. But this is the first pope from. Uh, you know, Latin America. Right. Which I guess, I mean, they're happy about, but it's, 
it's still going to be a guy that's like a very anti uh, contraception and uh, yeah. you know hate the gays and uh, ignoring the the boy fuckers and so it's you know I don't uh, I don't you know nothing's changed no, if you're not Catholic nothing's really going to change for you. Well, no, like, which I think is the best for yeah. the best that yeah. you know you choose this big guy and uh, to me when they no said it's, it's, it's a happen. new pope it's like when they're saying hey the new Samsung S4 is coming out all right yeah yeah okay. or it's like a new diet. Pep, Coke yeah. or Pepsi or something yeah, like that. With lime. All right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's another well, week. It's not gonna. It's not gonna affect me. If I drink this, is my genitals gonna burn? No. All right. I like this. <laughs> what do you drink that your no, genitals? No, I'm talking burn? about you know getting something from the man for the you know the bending over with the children. You know? Oh, okay. Right. Yep, yep, so, I right. was still. I was still trying to make a connection between you and Diet Coke. Right. Well, but uh, you. You know what? I've when they talk about these rising cancer rates and stuff like that. Oh yeah. I think that uh, everyone always brings up sugar, but I think it's it's that aluminum and uh, aspartame and all these weird chemical sh- uh, shit that we're you know, just ch- chugging our way through. It's... Well, I think it's a combination of pesticides, global warming through the sun, uh, and skin cancer things. And I think aspartame. Even though I'm hypocritical, I drink diet pop. I'm trying to get it out of out of my diet. I think aspartame is severely wrong and evil. There's tons of documentaries out there to watch, and if you do, you'll stop drinking pop for about a month, and then you start. You know, you start. I'm addicted to it, obviously. Yeah. Well, what can they could they sweeten it with honey or some other sweetener or something? Uh, I don't know. It wouldn't taste well, the same, that's for sure. Uh, yeah, I guess they're you'd trying have to, to get just... it taste as much to Coke, so you know. Well, I know, but I mean, Diet Coke prides itself on having its own distinctive taste. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I don't find. I, I, yeah, it's shitty, but then at the same time, it's so like, well, I could walk outside and get hit by a bus if I wanted to. Right. The uh, You were uh, speaking about getting hit by a bus. You were telling me some of the St. Patrick's antics that were in Vancouver that you just came back from. Yes, I was in Vancouver for the weekend with Kenny Robinson, and uh, it was a whole three-day fest of... Uh, uh, fucked upness. They uh, they had closed down Granville on certain parts, and there's tons of paddy uh, paddy wagons and cops and guys with no shoes on getting cuffed by cops and limping and beatings. Why and were the guys was, with no shoes on? Just it, was, they lost it literally shoes looked or? like a cops episode. There's like two guys walking up the center of Granville, <sighs> two cops holding the guy without a shirt, limping without a shoe. Right. You know. Uh, you know, just yelling. Ah! You know, he couldn't really make it out and. <laughs> then they bent him over the cop car, where Kenny's like, "Should we yell? Let him go! Let him go!" I said, "No, Kenny, I want to get home." Well, they're not, gonna, they're not going to throw you Who in the paddy knows? wagon. They're yeah. throwing people in the paddy wagon. They're, it was crazy. You should have had a Boston jersey on or something like that. Yeah, yeah. You flip a car. Got the shit kicked out of you. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, I don't know. People always get uh, very uh, they they go down hard on the UFC for its brutality, but there was another sold out UFC show in Montreal this mm-hmm. past weekend. And uh, uh, GSP Toronto, uh, Montreal's own, uh, won the uh, or he retained his title, and uh, it was. Uh, I thought it was an okay fight. It was kind of boring. He's bo- he's kind of boring because he's just uh, he's too good. Right. He, he, there's no one that has uh, really found himself being in a challenge. But uh, one thing that I was excited about is that they finally announced uh, for the next season of the Ultimate Fighter, it's going to be uh, Ronda Rousey who is the uh, women's champion. Okay. She's going to be one of the trainers uh, in the uh, Ultimate Fighter house. Okay. And uh, I think I brought this up on the show back way a million years ago when the uh, Pellow Fight League guys were in here. Mm-hmm. And uh, But all those women in one house, you know what that's going to mean? Sure. All those cycles are going to sync up. And you know then, it. oh, man, that's going to be some of the greatest TV ever. Yeah. Oh, they're going to cry and yep. then eat some chocolate yep. and fight each other yep. and then cry. And... Oh, can you see the cross uh, promotion? Oh, yeah, UFC I can. brought oh. you by Tampax? Yes, oh, I can. Fuck. Yeah. It. Uh, what was the old Tampax ad that was it? it I don't ha- know. I don't know. It happens or? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was. It happens. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. I remember. Can you uh, imagine that first fight? Oh my God! They no, come I, down on the wings of a fucking <sighs> big tampon and I land in the middle. Don't of have the... to reinforce that, but that is a that is a, a very funny aspect that they probably will never mention on the show. Yes. Just all these women sort of uh, sobbing and stuff like that. That would. Be well, funny. that was one of the problems in Vancouver. We were there, and the Saturday night was just it was okay, but. It's like, fuck, there was uh, St. Paddy's Day, there was UFC, uh, there was the beginning of March break for anyone in America and Canada. That's our week off for, for a lot of kids who go to school. And so that uh, contributed to the lack of audience. And then finally, and they had a big hockey game, and I guess in Vancouver they um, unveiled some new jerseys, which, you know, to me means, okay, so what? But to, I guess to the average hockey fan, it's a big, big deal. Are the riots over the jerseys? Uh, well, no, but, I mean, I, there was lots of bars packed with people checking this uh, unveiling of the jerseys. I'm not a hockey guy. I don't even know what that means. To me, it's like, oh, they got a new fucking shirt on. So what? But I guess to fans, it's a big deal. Well, what 
so were they the jerseys up for the Vancouver team? I, I guess. Canucks? I don't even know. Canucks? But everyone just said, oh, it's jersey night, man. That's why it's dead in here. Do you ever wish that your dad or some uh, adult when you were growing up uh, taught you about hockey? No. So at least you could watch it? No. You don't ever feel left it. out when you feel I, out of that group? I can watch it. I mean, my dad used to watch hockey. But you don't know what's hockey. going on. I know but what's you never going f- on. I know how the game is played. It's not like yeah. cricket. Like, I got to look it up on the internet. What the fuck is this all about? I know how the game is played. I just don't follow it. I, you know, I've had my own issues with hockey players. And I think a lot of them are douchebags. <laughs> what issues? Well, I think there are a lot of them are douchebags, and it produces douchebaggery. That's what I think. Oh, okay. I've always said that. I mean, I'm, that's why I make a joke in my act. My kids will never skate, and that's why they won't grow up to be douchebags. Uh, they could be uh, douchebags in their own unique way. They can be, but the half of uh, right there, you know, half of it's off, off the table, just by not skating. Do you want to talk about the one thing about how your kid found another way of saying yes. "f you"? Yes. So I was away. This and... wouldn't be, this wouldn't necessarily make your kid a douchebag. I think any if someone was going to fight him, yeah. Then after, well, you tell the story yeah. first. So uh, my wife told me that my son found out from school another way to say the f word without saying it, doing a certain action. So of course, my wife thought it was going to be the finger or something, and she said, "Okay, show me what it is." And he's nine. Uh, going on 10, and he did the uh, fingers uh, between the mouth and a V and the lick, the kind of eating pussy. Blah, 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 yeah, the international sign that I'm going to eat your snatch. Right. And, or holding it up, and yeah, and uh, like it's the victory symbol, and then but you right. put your and tongue then, to it. And then licking in between, and he thought that was uh, the uh, the sign for fuck you. You know what? Now, are you going to correct him on that? No, I think, you know what? That's the way I want to. If I ever quit a job, that's how I'm going on. I'm just going to walk through the door instead of giving the finger, just give that sign. And they'll be like, did he quit or just hit? on me i don't know what that is well that's uh, but that would be i mean if he grew up that way sure. and, he, and he's sort of expressing his road rage to other drivers by if you had a pussy i would eat it yeah like who's enemy oh, i should smash his car and eat your pussy god damn it yeah. you turned on that red you know what and i just he's gonna probably get out of more fights Yes. But then actually get into them because if someone was, if he was in a bar fight and it was a shoving match started and or from a, across the room, he just did that uh, <laughs> yeah. hand symbol of like, yeah. I'm going to eat your bush. And yeah. uh, and someone would be like, uh, you know what, let's not fight this guy. He's had some head injuries before. <laughs> he just, he's just, he's threatening yeah. me with yeah. uh, eating, going down Life on me. Life has been tough enough if he thinks that's the international <laughs> fuck you. Yeah. Or you should show him the internet, you know, when the, the blowjob one where you cool. put your, uh, pretend to put the cock in your mouth and then you do the thing with your tongue. Yeah. yeah. You should say that is an even better version. Version of fuck yeah, you. I should. You're right. And then, yes. uh, and, and then he can start sort of throwing that yeah. around. Yeah. And then the, the shaking of the hand, like the hand job. Right. That's like, oh, if I get over there, you know. Yeah. yeah. Well, you <laughs> you got to point and then pretend to do the this shake, with yeah. your hand. And then that's uh, be like, oh man, that guy's gonna jerk me off. Yeah. Gotta... Jerk me off, eat my pussy, and then run and live to jerk off another <laughs> that's day. Right, that's, that's what that's I would right. do. That's right. The uh, yeah, uh, uh, Pope. New Pope, Vancouver crowds, you did not enjoy them. Yep. Uh, did you find them too PC? That's what everyone yes, always they, says. Yeah, they were very PC. They're at a dirty show. They're very judgy. It always it always happened. Whoever went on first between me and Kenny always had to kind of get through a certain level of it. It's like popping a zit. There's that tension. And then finally they came on board, but you run out of time because me and Kenny only have 30 to 35 minutes. So they were kind of getting on board for whoever went first. And then generally who went second did better. So that's fine. The show ended on a high. But, you know, like... It's it's built as a certain show. Fucking get into it. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, but uh, at what point do you forgive comedy audiences when they have not read the signs? When if they're just coming out for a good time and we I don't know. even know this shit? Why, I know do you, they don't. Do you try to forgive them? Do you care? Well, I mean, sometimes I do, but it's like, you know, 20 minutes in, if they're still ooing and aahing, it's like, fuck off. You know, it's like 10 minutes. You get 10 minutes to kind of judge me a bit, but it's like, come on now. There's I don't have a lot of time here. There's not much I can do. This is the show. You know, wake the fuck up or just leave. You don't. You never feel like you should shift gears or not on these shows. Not no. when they're built. If they, if these people don't know, it's either the the venue's fault, right. or the person's fault, not mine. Mm. I now, do. I do see some of these uh, these uh, St. Patty's Day parades. I kind of wish that I go out sometimes, but right. I never do. Uh, one thing I wanted to mention, uh, uh, two weeks ago, we went out to uh, the Ontario Science Centre in Toronto. Oh, yeah. And we went and saw a video game expo that they have. It's called Game On 2.0, and it's on till September 2nd, 2013, so it's all across the summer. So if you're traveling to Toronto and the Science Centre, you got to check this out. It's the history of video games all the way from the beginning of Pong up until right now and even the future. They're talking about video games. They have different expos all the way through and over 150 arcade games uh, from... Like even like Tron from the '80s and Dragon's Lair uh, and other old school Asteroids and Donkey yeah. Kong and 
Someone should have been selling hash there to make it more authentic to <laughs> yeah, me for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and or, jackets with little uh, tassels. Yeah. The staff should be walking around with tassels or, and Helix T-shirts. Yeah, and giving out change. Yeah. And even though the video games were three, for free. Yeah. And, uh, see, I remember, well, yeah, I remember going up uh, on College Street in Toronto. You could you would walk by uh, this one arcade that was just north of college, right beside of McDonald's, and you would literally walk by a guy and he would just whisper, hash. And yeah. then yeah. you turn, and he would look around at you. Then you look around at him. Then you would go into the arcade, and then he would start playing like Karate Champ. And then you would put your money down, and then he would take it, and then he would put a piece of hash down, and then you would take the hash, and then right. then he, you would take his place playing the video game, and then he'd walk away, and they and you'd be like, hey man, cool, Wait, I got a free, free video, man, yeah, and sure, a chunk and of hash. hash, yeah, and then. Um, Back uh, then, it was uh, $15 for a gram and two for 25 So you'd right. be saving five bucks if you bought in bulk. Sure. And uh, that is going to be something that you could bring up, or I will bring up uh, when we debate the uh, privatization uh, or the uh, government yes. uh, running of uh, marijuana stores. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So if you want to go see the Video Game Expo, it's uh, September, uh, till September 2nd, 2013. So pretty much up to Labor Day. <clears throat> it's over 150 arcade games. Really, if you're a, if you're a video if game a vi fan, yeah. you got to check it out. Yeah, go check it out if you're like a video game nut and you do have a respect for um, sort of the, uh, the, the timeline yes. of, and how we got from here to there. And there's a lot of modern day uh, systems as well. Like, I mean, there's the first NES, and there's the, first, the Commodore 64, Vic Atari 20, 600. a lot of home uh, entertainment systems as well. So it goes all the way up till now, you know, the Xbox and uh, the PlayStation and the Wii. So. Like it was kind of a, uh, I'll have to admit, uh, it was a bit of a bummer because they did sort of start off with a big sort of uh, discussion, a panel group. Sure, but that was our night, yeah. Yeah, that was for the media and stuff like that. But then they were going into the, like, the violent video games and stuff like that, and right. that is just such a worn out and... Uh, I mean, I do think it does desensitize you a little bit sure. playing violent video games, but you can't blame. I think there's already some, you know, disturbed bad sort parenting. of uh, bad wiring in your head. It's bad and parenting. Bad, well, and some bad parenting, it. It, yeah. but it's just, uh, now, do you think kids that don't know, don't have that sort of knowledge of where video games came from, do you think they'd still enjoy it? Or do, yeah, would they just I, I look think, at an old video game system and be like, ah, oh, that sucks? I, th I think it's probably more geared to people more our age, and they can bring their kids and say, hey, this is the kind of game, you know, mommy and daddy used to play, <laughs> that kind of stuff. And then they have their own section because they have the newer games that they can play as well. I think daddy I, would be like, this is why I didn't, this is the video game system why I didn't get laid until I was 17. <laughs> so I put it in your mother, you yeah. know. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the whole violent video game thing for me is, and, and, and violent movies, I don't let my kids watch them. There's no research. There's nothing to show you that it may do something. I'm just not willing to take the risk. So my kid is almost 10. He just asked me yesterday, can I see Indiana Jones? And I said, I'm going to have to consider that and look into it. The first before one? I say yes. Even the first one, yes. Really? Why? Because, uh, first of all, you don't remember how violent it is. There is guns in it. Yeah, At sure. the end, the arc opens and all that kind of, you well, know. face melts. Yeah, yeah. face melts. I mean, this is the stuff that, you know, as a 12 or 13-year-old, sure, right. you know, but a 10 or a 9 or 10-year-old. That's getting to borderline. Yeah, me. well, it might prepare him for any mushroom trip that he took in the future. <laughs> yes, yes. Which is nothing. Yeah. I saw faces really yeah. melt off in Indiana Jones. You know, or his uncle the welder accidentally just puts the flame too close to his face <laughs> and he starts to melt. He'll be okay with it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's what that's what you're preparing the children. That's what it is. Uh, have you seen Indiana Jones lately? Like uh, the first Harrison one. Harrison Ford? Or? Well, Harrison, not the person. It's, I know it's a, it's yeah, a fictional dinner, character. I had dinner with him last week. Um, I, I've not seen the final film, the Crystal Skull or whatever. I've not seen that movie. and But I've seen uh, the Temple of uh, the first one, Raiders, recently. Oh, okay. It still holds up. It's a great, great movie. Yeah, no, no. It's, it's still, it still really holds yeah. up. But I, it holds up because they don't have any, there's no reference to technology either. Right. It's like not when you watch, uh, I, even have you ever seen Capricorn 1? No. The one where they pretend to go to Mars. And, right. Uh, I know of it, but yeah, 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 yeah. That's where they had to fake the Mars crash, and then, but they were all still alive, and they right. land in the desert and stuff. It was good. I just didn't think it needed a happy ending. But anyways, right. the guy, those movies always fuck up because they're using the technology right. of the time. Yes. And then you look back on it, and you go like, oh, man, well, what are those? Those computers don't look anything like 
the ones we play with yeah. today. So yeah, the ones we play with. Uh, okay, let's. Uh, we're gonna take a break. Today's guest. Uh, is there something else? Dave? No, I was just gonna say they had a, a virtual reality ball that you oh, could walk yeah, into. Yeah. We can talk about that later if you we'll want. Talk about but it, later. it was disappointing. It was because it was just you were just kind of walking around this weird area and you had a gun and it would be nice though if you got uh, you know to walk around. We have the technology where you can walk around a a real environment though. I know. Couldn't they hook that up to like Google Earth? Like I, I, I was expecting at least he could try to fuck something or something to make it more, because that kind of technology's bring been around a long time. Yeah, bring your kids and show you how. Now back when I was a kid, <laughs> this, this is, is how when we, we pretend. This, this is, is how, how we, we pretend fuck. to fuck. Yes, we put yes. these glasses on and, <laughs> and walk around and yeah. just touch strangers. Um, okay, we're gonna go for a break. When we come back, our uh, in the hot seat, the comic for the week, Michelle Shaughnessy is gonna be joining us for her first time in the hot seat on anything. Goes. When did the seat become hot? When Glenn Sumi left. Remember, it's still we still have some he things. Farted in it. Yep. He, maybe he did. Maybe Maybe he did. After he said that he enjoyed small cock Asian jokes. That's what he, he did. did say that, though. He, he, said, say that. he, he said, said he didn't say, he didn't see uh, small cock Asian jokes. He says he loves a good Asians can't drive joke. Yes. And he puts so, up with the small cock Asian jokes. Does he do that? He said that. He said, yeah, I put up with it. It's all right. Oh. All right. After the break, does anything goes? Michelle Shaughnessy. They're giving away puppies in the back of their van. This is Anything Goes. Hi there, this is Glenn Sumi from Now Magazine. You can reach me at, at Glenn Sumi. You are listening to Anything Goes with Darren Frost and Dave Martin on Sirius XM Radio. Get that shit out of your ears and put this shit in. This is Anything Goes. Well, this is Anything Goes for the week of March 20th, 2013. Uh, I'm in studio with uh, Darren Frost, as always, and uh, our guest this week is Michelle Shaughnessy. Hello. How are you, Michelle? I'm good. How are you guys? Uh, we are doing good. We are uh, doing quite well. We were talking about uh, this uh, exhibit that uh, Darren and I went to in the first part of the show. It was like the history of video games, and I do remember when I was a kid hanging out in video arcades, I would sometimes see like uh, one guy playing a, a game and then he would have his girlfriend looking like over his shoulder and just she was just sort of like very bored just staring <laughs> at him playing and I remember thinking like and, I, and this is me as a kid and I couldn't get a girl to save my life like literally not to save my life like you know she wouldn't like call 911 if I was <laughs> but yeah. she would just be like like I would remember seeing this girl just like watching him play a game, and she looks so bored. And I remember thinking, "Man, that guy is the coolest guy in the world. <laughs> Look what he can do. He can get her to watch him play yes. a fucking game that she has no, no interest, interest in." in. Yep. And I and I do see that quite often. Uh, whenever you watch a UFC live, I mean, some some of the women there are into it, and then you but you do see a lot of very bored girlfriends. Sure. Yeah. Can I ask you? Have, has there ever been a moment where you've been with? Like either going out with a guy or you're just hanging around with a guy that you just put up with shit just of course because I think, you liked him. Or? I think every I think you have with the girls too. I think everybody has. Oh yeah, you, well, know, sex, you put up with shit you don't sex like. Sex in the city, any reality TV. Well, I dated somebody in a band. I yeah, dated somebody I, in a band, and that was the worst. Like listening to really crappy like music rehearsals, or like having to be like, "Let me play my drums for you," and you're like, "This is <laughs> the worst thing ever." So I've stopped that. But I in high school, yeah, like to get somebody that was in a band, you'd have to go and sit with like the other band girls and pretend that you like listen to my boyfriend rock on the drums. But how could you put up with him if you didn't like the music that he was playing? Could you really even pretend to? In high school, now I couldn't. But I think when you're young and you're like new to the world of dating, you'll put up with anything to right. be like, I have a boyfriend. Well, you know, it's a, uh, I think I've said this on the show before, but uh, I'm not a big Bon Jovi fan. But I, wa- I became a bigger fan of him and his wife because his wife despised his music, <laughs> right. which says a lot. It's like obviously she likes him for who he is, doesn't care about all the other shit. He, she likes him. And it's like for a long time I tried to find a woman who despised my act, and man, it was <laughs> easy. Yeah. Does, does she? I was just about to ask that. Well, she doesn't despise my act, but I mean, she thinks I'm funny. But, She's probably I mean, sick of hearing it, though, yes, right? Yeah, okay. of course. And she well, never comes, which I'm very happy about. <laughs> now, um, what? I mean, could you could you go out with a comic that you didn't find funny? I've I, done that. You have? Because I personally like. I um, it's hard. Right. It's hard. Um, but were I, they were, I, were they a really nice? 
person and that's why? Or did you find it, you thought maybe they were funny and then over time? I don't know. I used to drink a lot. That's probably <laughs> okay, that's probably right. how I did it. That's um, fair. Yeah, no, I just, I don't think I could now. Like, right. um, But that's the worst. And you know, when you meet somebody and you're like, they're so nice. And then you see them on stage or you see what they do and you're like, yeah. oh God. Yeah. That'd be hard. I can't fake But it's the that. same thing with a musician though. Like, I don't think, I mean, you know, a few years ago, probably I would have. You know, if other people thought they were cool, I probably would have done it, but not anymore. Well, well, okay, at what point would you tell your musician boyfriend, be like, uh, maybe you should get a day job, too? I the would never sucks. say that. I would just never? leave. No. you just leave him. Like, I'm sure there's a ton of, ton of guys I've dated that's wanted to say that to me. You know, right. I would never say that to somebody. What, don't join a band? or No. <laughs> Stay away from musicians. No, but, you know, you can't say to somebody, hey, you should probably get a day job. And like, were... maybe if you're, like, five years in, but I'm not going to say that to somebody I've been dating for a month. Okay, yeah, right, maybe not right, for a month. Right. Yeah. yeah. But you were dating like the cliche guy from a. Dr- you were dating a drummer too. I was dating a drummer. That's like a, our... I lost my virginity to him. Oh man! I know. Was it? Anyway, I was going to ask something stupid. Involved drums and how you lost your virginity. No, um, but the band, but the which is funny because he was like a rock, not rock. Okay, they played. Do you guys remember the band Corn? Yeah. They yeah. played all Corn cover songs. That was sure, their, okay. their cover band. Yeah. High school. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is funny because. The only CD that was in the garage when we when we did it uh, was Aqua, so I lost my virginity to Aqua, specifically oh, Dr. Barbie Jones, oh, yeah, okay. to a guy that played corn cover songs on drums. Aqua, Weird. the the um, Barbie Girl song? Yeah, well, that's not the song that was on. Dr. Yeah. Jones was on, but it was yeah. that CD. So yeah. it took one song for you to lose your virginity? Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't... <laughs> yes, it did. Was it, even a lo- was it on repeat, or was it just one... It the remix, ju- or...? I think it just got Dr. Jones, Jones calling Dr... And then it was done. done. There we go. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's cliche about the drummer's thing. True. <laughs> uh, that's uh, that's sad. <laughs> that's what we like about this show. We bring some laughter and sadness at the same time. Now uh, you uh, you spent some time out in Vancouver. I did almost uh, about three years. Now, can you relate to what Darren was talking about the, about the PC political crowds? Yeah, I can. Um, I did when I first got there. I mm-hmm. think by the end of it, you just you know you know that the, that's what they're like and what will work and what won't. But I absolutely can, mm-hmm. Abs- especially in the neighborhood that you were performing in. Like it's a lot different than being right downtown and being in the heart oh, of yeah. the action. Oh yeah. But for that neighborhood, it's a bit more snobby. It's a bit yes. snobby neighborhood in general yeah 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 so uh i think playing that club compared to playing the other clubs that you, you do notice it a bit more really? is there a club that does embrace that kind of like harsh material or is that just something vancouver doesn't want um i don't know i i, I think there's it's all about promotion there's a in lot my of opinion. bar shows in vancouver too yes. where you can say whatever you want and nobody cares i think yes. that's the difference too it's there's a lot of comedy fans go to those bar shows as compared to here um, where, where they, they go, go to, to clubs. comedy clubs. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it's definitely different in terms of that. Oh. I always say, well, why does everyone else say, oh, they're all high out there on their crazy pot? They're and not they're... even. Okay, I moved there and I thought everybody smoked pot. And a few people explained it to me. They're like, yeah, we did it when we were like younger and now we've been there, done that. Where right. it's yeah. here, you know, I think maybe you do it older. I'm not sure. But I definitely knew tons of people who did not smoke pot. But there. there's also this uh, idea because someone I know just moved uh, from Vancouver to here and he's like, you know, I think I've gotten more done in a month than I probably did in a year in Vancouver. There's just this sense in Vancouver mm-hmm. that it can really kind of slow your pace down and, you know, you're, doesn't, it's not that it's unmotivating, you just don't have to push as hard as in Toronto. It's Exactly, and it's not that it's unmotivating, but there's so much to see and do and yeah. everybody moves slower. Like when yes. I first moved there, everyone would be like, Slow down, you're moving too fast and stuff like like jobs like, and stuff. Really? You know? Like did then Paul Simons wrote <laughs> yeah. another line or Okay, yeah. I was told by three different <laughs> jobs. Feeling groovy or three different jobs that I had, because I had a lot of them. Um to slow down. To slow down and people weren't in a rush here. And it's true. Like you go you're ser- I, I was a server there when I first got there and people were like, Hey, how are you? And I'm like, What can I get you? And they're like, Whoa. What's with all these questions? What are you a cop? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas here, people are like, just give me my beer and do it fast. Yeah, yeah. There's just even uh, a general meanness, but there's always that myth that like Vancouver hates Toronto. Do you get that? They at all? do hate Toronto. Yeah. Now, why do they hate Toronto? Just because we think, think we're, we're all, the center of the universe? They think we're all assholes. That's what True. they. That's that's what I was told. Like I remember, I got booed out of. First few times when they announced she's from Toronto. Really? Yeah. Because that's weird. But most I think, of them haven't been to Toronto. That's well, that's the, that's yeah. the thing. But then if you ask people from Toronto what they think of Vancouver, they we're all it. like, no opinion, really. Yeah. Oh you no, know what, most though? people are like, oh, it's great. You, I, I love going there. I honestly find that people here are nicer. Like out, not necessarily people you know and stuff. Like I can't comment on that, but um, I mean, just being lost or needing directions or going on transit and stuff like that. I find if you talk to a stranger in Vancouver, they look at you like. <laughs> 
why are you talking to me? Right. And I loved Vancouver, but sure. that's what I found. So I don't know where this attitude comes well, from. Well, that is like an East Coast thing, too. Like, or whenever I'm out on the East Coast and you, people hold the door open for me or they smile or just some stranger you says try hello. To change. What? <laughs> well, I'm, my first, my first uh, thought is like, what the fuck is your problem? Why are you asking me how I am? Who the fuck are you? Yeah. And I that's, totally that's a Toronto thing that. coming out of me, I guess. It is a Toronto thing. But, uh, and then... Uh, One thing we were going to ask, oh, yeah, remember yeah, yeah. The, the free tickets? Remember, we were going to talk about this uh, situation of, would you ever go to a show, and this is for all three of us, um, is there anything you wouldn't go see if you had free tickets? Is there any... Like, for me, if it's um, free tickets, I'll go. Like, Dave asked me before the show, Madonna's, if you, would you go to see Madonna? I'm like, yeah, sure, why not? If it's free, I'll go. For, well, you know what, they're... I want to say yes, but then I just thought of myself like sitting through like a Nickelback concert or something. That would probably be the one thing. I, I see. I would do. still go because I'd people watch. I'd uh, maybe laugh. Okay, fair enough. And, you know, but you go for a different reason on that night. I just think the people that go aren't the people that I'd want to watch. Um, but right. pretty much anything else, yeah, I would go for free. Well, for you're sure. not you're not strapped to a chair like yeah, Clockwork Orange. You know, it's like no, you can't right. leave. But I wouldn't want to be on the floor. Right. Well, no, yeah. Are, am I getting free Madonna tickets? If that's what this no, is? No, 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 no. I just, yeah. I know, I, I was emailing back and forth with this guy because I was, I'm promoting a show um, uh, next month and a Madonna uh, show. <laughs> yeah, actually, it's an all drag queen show, a Madonna <laughs> yes. tribute. No, it's yes. just, I, and I guess I was being particular to what was on the poster. Okay. And he said, "Oh, why are you being so fussy? Do you want to go to a Madonna show with me next week?" Just implying he was taking a shot at my manhood because I was being particular about what was on this poster. Right. And then I responded back with, "Seriously? Question mark? Yeah, fuck, I'd go to a Madonna show with you, uh, just because, <laughs> just because, like, it would be just the most insane thing to watch." Give you just... a chance to wear all your old costumes. I know my yeah. uh, my. Uh, Ma- my mesh. Yep. Uh, no, actually, I'm going back to uh, Lucky Star. Yes. When I had that mesh black outfit that yep. I used to wear. <laughs> and uh, the black scrunchie in your hair. Yeah. Yep. And those dangly, juicy yep. huge Borderline, earrings. man. My yeah. favorite Madonna song, Borderline. Really? Right. Yeah. I still I still like yep. the, the baseline to uh, Material Girl. That's was, my favorite Madonna song. Is it? Material yeah. is a good song, but Borderline is the one for me. But I used to dance to Material Girl when I was a child, and I used to like act out the video and... Like that's gonna be me one day, and now I tell jokes. So there we go. But the thing about Madonna, some of her songs are like, but I've never really liked her in interviews, or I never was a fan of that documentary, or uh, I was never really a fan of the icon Madonna, really. No, but what? Uh, when did you give up your Madonna dream, or did you ever really pursue it? Who said I gave it up? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't give it up. I'm yeah. just finding a different avenue. That's right. Someone will see me and want to remake do you the st- video. Do you still want to have the loyal gay fans that Madonna has? Sure. Sure, why yeah, not? Sure, of course. From now on, we're going to introduce you. If I ever say, have you met my friend Michelle, the Madonna of comedy? That's what I'm going to say now. You know what? I think the Madonna I, I of think, comedy. I, okay, I've been called other things, but I think Madonna's the nicest way of saying it. We yeah. can go with that. That's a, that's a, that's a <laughs> longevity on its own. In, sure. And I think she's even in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. No, which but is I honestly, like, I. I don't think it's. I was a fan of her in the '80s, obviously in the '90s. Like the the not that I'm that old, but you know what I mean. Right. Um, like the looks and stuff like that. I mean, now I think, you know, there's comes a certain point where it's time to act your age and stuff. But I love the way her face looks. Like I'm gonna be like that with. What she looks like? She's Botox. in a wind tunnel. Yeah, but there's no wrinkle on that woman's face. Come on now. That's but also, amazing. there's no expression of like yeah. happy or sad. I would take no expression over wrinkles. Really? I totally would. I, mean, I think she material but, girl. Yeah, but you can kind of you can tell in even in photographs that she's had all that shit done. I guess it's one thing if you're like talking and you're Yeah, but could you imagine her in the outfits that she wears and doing the things that she wears on stage if she's had no work done? Like come on. Yeah. That would be a bit It'd be like Betty White putting on like the cones and going and dancing on stage. Like they would look, you know. I think that happened in well, Sudbury last week. I would go to I would go to see that once, free sure. ticket or not. I would yeah. go and check that shit out. Yeah. Let's make it happen. I want to. I pay for a lap. To, I you know I remember this one. Uh, we were in a strip club once, and someone told me that that uh, stripper used to be a man. And I'm like, there's no way. And they're like, yep, that used to be a man. It's a well-known fact here. I'm like, okay, I want a lap dance. I'm like, literally, I want it. And they're all like, what are you doing? I said, if that's true, I want to see did it you? up close. Like, of course I fucking did. did. Now, was there still a penis? Uh, no, no, no. Oh. It was. It, it was looked real to me. And I'm like, well, you know what? If that was a dude, fucking you get more than 20 bucks a song. Was we'll it just a lap songs. dance that you got? Or yeah, did you... just two okay. songs, yeah. Okay. But I, I couldn't tell after the you first one. You got two lap dances? Two in a row. Because I'm like, the first one, I'm like, I'm trying to look. But you paid for two? Or sure. You, okay, but did sure. It, did you get turned on? Uh, no. Okay. And did okay. you get turned on because you knew it wasn't a man? Or just because you're not into lap dances. Or you're... Well, I'm into lap dances. Come on. <laughs> well, <laughs> fuck. It's my favorite form of dance. Yeah. I mean... That's what Dancing with the Stars should be now. Yes, I want to see Andy Dick and uh, do a lap dance for whoever the fuck his partner yeah. is. 
but that's I I think that would be just did did the stripper have lips that he could part and well she parted them I mean she showed the work and the I'm surgery, like Fuck. yeah I mean if, if it looks that good good on you, you did know, it, and I it looked have... like a vagina parted and it kind of looked like uh, she kind of facially she kind of looked like when Dave Foley puts a wig on oh you know well, and he looks from... a lot like Isabella Rossellini yes so... and this one did too like she kind of weirdly looked a little like that yeah. Or the chick with the short hair that's on the. Uh, well, my Kevin attitude Bacon is like, show. "Fuck, come on! I the want to see this. That's the rumor. Show it to me." And I'm like, "Yeah, here's your money. Good and, for and you. Good was for that, you." Because was a that... lot of people probably gave her flack. Well, yeah, the, there are people there making fun of her. I'm like, I'm not going to make fun of her. But they cares? probably still would have got a blowy from her. Of course, that's, yeah. Well, a mouth I'm not going to answer that question either. But yeah. I know somebody who has, and they bragged about it. They're like, "I'm not gay," but she was already there and said, "By the way, I have a penis," and they were like, "Just finish." Like that's. Yeah. Well. I it's guess. awkward. It's awkward. If you're already aroused. Was it like halfway through the blowjob? Well, the story said... changed a bit. At first, it was halfway through. <laughs> but when I first heard the story. But at first, she said I... after she blew yeah. me, she exactly. had a cock. Exactly. It went from that, and then finally we got him to admit, because um, a few of us had heard At the, the restaurant, hey, you want to go back to my place? Yeah. <laughs> or, or or in the first version, she paid him to, to suck his cock? And yeah. The... That, uh, oh God! I wish I could. I can't say names, but I'll tell you after. Then okay. Yeah. No, no, yeah. Um, <laughs> you'll be like, oh, I'm not surprised. But yeah, um, I've actually known two guys that have got blowjobs from men and swore that they didn't know till they were already till she had already been in the middle and then said, right. just so you know, I'm a man. Right. And then what do you do at that point? I knew like, a guy that was in Brazil. Uh, I think it was like Rio. He was and uh, he was getting a cab back to uh, their hotel with what he thought was a woman, and then she started fooling around with him and giving him a hand job in, in the taxi cab. And I think at one point he was really hammered. He kind of mumbled, uh, are, are you a man? And and then she said, he, she said back to him, uh, does it really matter? I was, I was trying to do some accent. <laughs> does it really matter? Yeah. Does I it love really Dave's matter? accents, yeah. Yeah. So that's, I mean, I guess if you had a hard on, you know, the hard on wants what the hard on wants. So. I guess so. Like, yeah. I mean, it, you know. A judge blacked out in the game too much. <laughs> I'm just saying that if you I'm wake only, up and your I'm, pants are down by your ankles, oh my god, what have I done? Well, if I but see, if you're only looking at you know uh, yeah. boobs and eyes, then okay. But if your pants, are, it's not so much what have I done; it's what did I have done to, done to me. And right. Want, a right. lot of guys would just close their eyes and pretend. Sure. Uh, yeah. Or sure. well, if they didn't know, they'd keep their eyes open and just be like, oh, this is awesome. But if, if you're in a gay <laughs> bar, then you'd be kind of like. Well, this is kind of weird at the same time <laughs> that, like, this is where I am, so I shouldn't be surprised at what, you know, I put my hands on or what puts their hands exactly. on me. Now, both of you guys had, uh, when you said uh, uh, putting mouths in certain places, uh, a friend of mine this weekend, I was over at his place, and the first thing he tells me is uh, that his agent, he got a phone call from his agent, and his agent told him that he was offered a role in the movie Human Centipede 3. Now, Darren kind of knows what this movie is. Yes, yes. And I had to tell him what the second movie was. I knew the first one, yeah. Right. So, the okay, if you don't know or people at home don't know, you could quickly look it up, but it's going to disturb you. Human Centipede, th- uh, the first one is uh, where these two, I think it's two or three uh, people get lost or their car breaks down. They're in Germany, and then they knock on the door of uh, some house that they come upon, and there's this insane, crazy surgeon that wants to create a human centipede. <laughs> so what like he does- their bodies together. Yeah. <laughs> so he enjoys, he connects them mouth to ass and surgically. mouth to ass surgically. And so one of them would, and so they, one starts shitting and they shit into the other person's <laughs> mouth and they start throwing up. Oh my God. It's what? a big mess. What was left for the second movie? Well, okay. What the exactly. second movie? Exactly. Do they get unattached? Wait, are we, I don't want to ruin it. I, I don't know. I haven't seen it. Here. I just, I know the, I know the plots of the movie. Uh, but it's never been like, you know what, that's enough for me to see, you know? Yeah. Like if someone told you, hey, I got a crazy fucked up movie where this guy gets shot in the head and we see everything, I'd be like, you know what, I don't need to see that. Right. I, I know I'd rather just see it, you know. Uh, so the second I'm going one, to see it. The second don't, one. I haven't even seen it, though. Well, I'm going to find it. Oh, yeah. You can come over oh, yeah. and we can watch it. Yeah. Okay. Well, and I, my hot friend will be there who may or may not be a man, so we'll... Uh... well <laughs> <laughs> man, what if I... That'd be a question of what's turning me on if I get a boner during it. Yeah. The, uh, the centipede, centipede or the penis? Or, yeah. Uh, yeah, centipede or uh, what's going on Most in... Most of their uh, penis, what's yeah. Happening so Adam's in... apple on that chick. Oh, yeah. What's happening in Doug's pants? <laughs> or, I don't know, what's the female version of Doug's name? I don't know. I don't think there is one. I don't no. think so. I think Doug's exclusively... Well, I think that would no, be that'd still so. be a dude. Dougella? That'd be a, a Doug Ella. Doug Gina. So I don't know. So what happens in the second one is, and I don't know how the first one ends. I just know that there's three people yeah. uh, surgically attached, ass to mouth, and um, 
in the second one, it's kind of interesting because they sort of break the fourth wall as far as uh, movies go. And what happens in the second one is that there's a, a crazy guy uh, who's been mentally uh, abused by his mother his entire life. And then he sees the first movie and he decides he becomes inspired. So now he makes a casting call out to the actors that were in the first movie. So those actors come out to audition for a movie that they're not sure of, and then he basically kidnaps them, and they wake up in this... uh, They wake up in this sort of basement bunker, and since this other fucking mental case is not a surgeon, he uses a staple gun, and he staple guns their mouths to their butts. (laughs) But then he also takes out their teeth, and I think he fucks the end of the centipede. I I don't want to see the second one. I don't want to... I'll see the the first. first. You're cool with the first? Up the staple gun. I mean, the guy was a surgeon, so they were asleep when it happened, right? So my friend was offered a role in Human Centipede 3 and he said to me he's going to be could be there five days in LA and he said to me listen I'm not going to put my mouth on anyone's butt and no one's going to put their mouth on my butt and my first question was well what if it's a uh, a fake butt well it's going to be fake butt like it's the, it's a it's not <laughs> yeah. have you seen movies today I don't yeah. think they're going to be like are you comfortable putting your mouth yeah. on a man and there may like, happen where she shits a little and goes right in your mouth that you might happen if you wear a cock sock nobody's really putting their mouth on yeah. somebody's asshole right. and I said okay so this was going to lead into what you would and would not do sure. in a movie right uh, now my friend I would was, do the job I would do the gig the human centipede I, I would do it for well, sure okay, first of all right my away. friend was denying it because, but and he didn't even know what his role was going to be. He could be a creepy guy. Even if that, I was the middle, I'd still do it. You know why would you still do that? You because wouldn't worry would, about because I know it's a movie. It's a movie. It's not it's like it's paycheck. actually going to happen. Yeah, it's just going to look like something crazy's happening. You know, it's it's not like the rest of my life they're going to be like, hey, center, huh, ass and mouth. You know, it's not going to happen. Well, okay, this is also a guy that's been in a number of zombie films. Well, right. so how many and, people do you think are actually going to see Centipede Three? First of all, right. uh, I would say that I'm, is a good factor. I'd say do the movie, and if you're embarrassed, don't tell anybody you did it. Right. Nobody's going to be like, hey. I saw you in that ass to mouth movie last <laughs> night at the movie theater. Well, they pro- they're not gonna. It's not Dude, called I was ass in the to red mouth. Green, I, I was in the red it green movie. You know, yeah. like come on. Well, like, whose ass? Whose mouth? Whose ass is? Uh, well, no, did I'm you just put saying. It's, it's like this when you had to wear the cock sock. No, no, that's a different <laughs> one. But I'm just saying, it's like uh, you can't really judge. You can't really judge a, a show until you're on it and it comes out, and then you're like, well, maybe I should have, shouldn't have done it. You never know. Like I wasn't a big fan of the red green show, but I did the movie, and I'm glad I did because it was great. There were really nice people. The movie came out. Their fans liked it. No one else probably did, but their fans did. You yeah, can't but you tell. knew that this was going to be the TV version of, or the movie version sure. of the TV show. Sure. So you didn't. But I know what I'm getting into in Human Centipede Three now. There's yeah. already two other movies out. Like, I don't think they're going to break the fifth wall, and all of a sudden I, I get fisted and I die at the end. Well, I don't know real if that's life. the fifth wall, but uh, well, whatever. I'm just right, saying. Yeah. You know, like I just don't know how they're going to take it to the next level in Human Centipede Three. I would do anything, and, and you know what? What happened to me once? And I thought I told this story, but you said I hadn't. Um, I was in a pilot with Isabella Rossellini, believe it or not. Yes. And the the audition was I played a John, and she was a madam to some escorts. And the scene was I was fucking a prostitute in a car. So the, it's all written out, and it was like my pants are down at my ankles. It's like a backseat kind of thing, and there's some dialogue, and that's it. So I just did the dialogue. They liked it. They laughed, and it's done. Yeah. I get there at 6 o'clock in the morning. And there's sheets on the on the on the trailer, and I read it, and they've completely rewritten the scene. Now I'm fully naked, on a bed with a woman straddling me, uh, who's also naked, and there's just a uh, there's no clothes. There's just a robe and a cock sock. That's it. Yeah. And it's six o'clock in the morning. I can't get in touch with my agent. This is before really cell phones were around. You know, and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck to do here because this is totally not what I signed up for. And I had to say, what do I do? I, I tried calling my wife. I couldn't get a hold of her. And I did it. And I fucking, I couldn't get the cock sock to fit on. And it was so <laughs> embarrassing because it was wow. only, it was only women, um, uh, people, uh, clothing, uh, what do you call them, wardrobe, yeah. only women. So I couldn't knock on the door and go, the cock sock's too big. It keeps falling off. So then I got some tape and That's I just kind of, you know, yeah. fucking right. It is. I tried to jerry rig this thing. That's really funny. Th- then I thought maybe if I got myself a little aroused, it would you know be bigger. It would fit, and then maybe it would stick. And then I'm like, you know, and then they knock on the door, and I meet this East German model who had hair under her arms. She was the other person. Oh. And it was just weird, and the shoot goes on, and we're simulating fucking. And then all of a sudden, like, you know, normally on a set like this, it's a closed set. Like, there's a very few people there because it's nudity, right? And some homeless dude just walks on the set and goes, hey, what's going on? 
And someone just yells, who the fuck are you? Like this. And I'm like, mid-fuck. I'm like, what is going on here? Were you just shooting it in a warehouse or something like that? You know, or... uh, just around the corner, actually. Oh, okay. In a high-rise. But they had the first floor, and they had it all open, like, for, you know, to get all the shit through. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. guy just walked in off the street, some rummy, you know? Just And so you have no, what would what would you not do? Me? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. I think, okay, I wouldn't do a nude scene now just because I'm not comfortable with my body. No, well, but if I was, I would have no problem doing like sex scenes or anything like that. Yeah. Um, I think it's just a personal thing. Um, this why is are weird. you uncomfortable with your just why? Why does that come from? No, why are you not comfortable with like doing nudity now? I'm just not comfortable with the way my body looks naked oh, at this point. Okay. Um, you know, and I think that's a reasonable Okay. Reasonable I'm comfortable thing. with it. But I'm... <laughs> I'm, I haven't even seen Dave, it. Dave's comfortable with me yeah. being naked. I, actually, that's not... Well, okay. So <laughs> where would you draw the line? Um, okay, this is going to sound really stupid, but I wouldn't eat meat. I don't eat meat, and I don't think I could do that for a movie. Okay. I, yeah, but they like, can make it look like it's meat. Like sure, it's I would do that. I would yeah, do right, that. Right, but if right. they were like, here's money, but you're not like steak, you're not like it. Morrissey. I'm not going to play an actor that eats meat, or I'm not going to play in a role. No, I'm not. Right. But I don't know that I could do a McDonald's commercial or something. Yeah, well, like that's, I, just, yeah, I think that's, that's a, bit, a yeah. bit too far. Sure, but it would probably just be the meat thing. Like I don't, I can't really think of anything else that I wouldn't do. Like it's the movies. It's not like they're saying you really are getting, you know, fucked in the ass in this seat. Like it's, you know, right? It's the yeah. Movies. Well, and uh, see, because I just I'm. I have I have issues with SUVs and people that drive them. I think they're horrible for the environment I and do stuff. Too, yeah. But okay, what are you going to say, Michelle? Are you going to say you wouldn't drive an SUV in a movie? Uh. No, I would drive one in a movie. Oh, okay. Oh, and well, I, I auditioned for a commercial, and I would totally drive an SUV yeah. and be in an SUV commercial. But I know on my way out, there was a guy that was uh, actually, and he's going to, Derek Forge, who's going to be on the show next week, he was saying, ah, you know what, I'm really, I'm an environmentalist, and I'm really against, you know, driving SUVs, and I don't want to be in this commercial, so, uh, but I don't want to, you know, piss off the my agent or the casting people, yeah, course, so I'll yeah. go out for it. But uh, it just seems... Like, weird where you draw the line, and some people... I also think, like, if you're passionate about something, um, and nobody knows who you are, and you're not a celebrity, and doing things like that, like, can get you the money to... You know, you, know, you it, the more money you have, and the more people know who you are, you could be in a position to help the environment, or be in a position to, you know, I think, make changes. Yeah, that's why I always think the Lance Armstrong argument was really stupid, I mean, or just even the fact that he cheated and shit like that. It was just like, well, he fucking raised a lot of cash for... Also, who cares? Like, it's... Why are they attacking that one sport? I mean, that's a totally different... Totally different conversation, but I just, whatever, get yeah. over it. Well, you kind of wave that, like, I'm the greatest in the world, and look what I can do, sort of flag. And when, he, when you're not that. But still, he raised a shitload of money But for he cancer. is the greatest, because all those other people were on steroids, too, and he still won. So, exactly. I mean, he's the still the greatest out of those steroid users. <laughs> he's the greatest steroid druggies. user, yeah. yeah. Hey, huh. you know. Yeah, yeah, no, I hear you. Hey, everybody, that's the end of part one of our interview with Michelle Shaughnessy. Come on back after the break. More of Anything Goes. You wouldn't pick them up on the side of the road, but thanks for listening now. This is Anything Goes. Hey there, this is Graham Chittenden, and you are listening to Anything Goes with Darren Frost and Dave Martin on Sirius XM Radio's Laugh Attack which means you're probably on your three-month free trial with your new car. Enjoy it while it lasts. Guess which host has to start their car with a breathalyzer. This is Anything Goes. Uh, if you're just joining us, this is Anything Goes, and we're talking to Michelle Shaughnessy, who is in town. Uh, well, she lives here now, but uh, specifically this weekend, you are doing the Cool Chicks of Comedy uh, as part of Canadian Music Week, uh, which runs from Thursday to Sunday. It's yourself, uh, Julia Bruce, and Lori Elliott, who has been on the show before, and uh, that sounds like fun. Yeah, right? it's actually only uh, only the Friday and Saturday are actually Cool Chicks. They oh, is have it? A, they oh, okay. have a special show um, on Thursday. They have Dave Foley there on Thursday. Oh, okay. Um, and then the Sunday, it's just a regular night that I happen to be on. I'm featuring the Sunday, but okay. Cool Chicks, it's going to be this Friday and Saturday, both shows early and late, and it's going to be awesome. I'm really excited about it. And uh, I know you know uh, you know Lori quite well, I do, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And she's great. She's been on the show before. She's wonderful. I'm and really excited to see her. What's What's your opinion of being on? Like for me, I don't mind being on all nasty show, like all dark show kind of thing. But sometimes it kind of get bored of it. You know what I mean? What's your opinion of being on like a, a girl like a theme show? show. Like I that? don't mind, but I wouldn't won't do it all the time. I right. don't. I won't go on a tour. Right. That's all girls. Um, I might for like a dirty chick or something like that, just because I love. That's kind of my forte. Sure. But I wouldn't. Um, 
if this had been my first, you know, I'll, I'm, I'm happily doing it because they're working me in all other areas that aren't all girl shows. Sure. But I do know some comics who have felt that the only time they've headlined or the only time they've done stuff, it has been an all girl show. So right. that was when it would bother me. Right. Because it's a bit of a trap. Once you're inside that trap, it's really hard to kind of get out of it, too. Absolutely. But I yeah. think for, you know, two nights at the downtown, I think it'll be fun and that's yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I wouldn't do like a whole month of. All ladies. Right. Yeah, but sometimes people put themselves in that trap when they just specifically book all chick shows. And after a while, it just, you know, they kind of, do they get used to like there's there's a couple of women in Toronto that like produce just all chick shows. Agreed, but I also yeah. think it's in, and I I'm gonna get okay. I don't know how to say this without women blasting me for this, but I f- it is harder to get people out to all female shows, and that's one of the reasons why I don't like is. to do it. Because when I, for example, like when I had Land Vancouver a week before you, there was um. Was it Vancouver? I don't remember. I think it was the Vancouver Club. There was one incident where I'm sitting in the back, and they announced the headliner's a girl, and three guys are like, what the fuck? We paid money. Nobody yeah. told us. So I immediately went up and attacked them, and it all ended up hilarious. But you do deal with that. And a lot of people don't pay attention to the poster, and I know that's going to happen. Absolutely. When the MC gets up there, welcome to cool chicks, I know that there'll be guys in the audience that are, and even girls, yep. that'll be like, what the fuck? Yeah. So... I, you know, I do see that, um, and I have no problem with it. Like I know, you know, I, I love to talk to the audience. And I know how to handle it, but I think for a lot of you know newer women who are on those shows, it kind of puts them in a bad position, right? Um, especially if they're going up there opening and they don't know how to handle that if somebody yeah. else stuff at them. Right. So I do think you know it can be a problem for that. I think it has to be advertised properly, right? And you have to tell people well, right. like as they show up. That's what. Yeah. It is. Well, welcome to Darren's world. Exactly. Yeah, sure. Just like how you guys have the rank and file. Everybody. Yeah. I don't know if everybody did know or if they were told, but it's the same thing. Everybody needs to be told so they're not sitting in the audience. Welcome to the we're gonna yeah. fuck you all comedy show. Like you well, know my 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 what what are <laughs> I don't my know problems? Why I said that. One of my problems with when it's a woman headliner and then audiences kind of shut down when they find that out. Yep. My, my problem with that is obvious. Look, you know, the, the men versus women, I'm so tired of that bullshit argument. But even more so, they're the headliner. It's not like they just kind of showed up, did five or six shows, and they made them the headliner. No, I also agree, but I think most professional co- women comics that I like w- are fine in that situation. And, you know. No, but what I mean is, I don't know why the audience member all of a sudden is going to go, this show is probably going to suck now. When it's like, if the female is a headliner, she's probably a headliner for a reason. Yes. No, I agree with you, but, co- but people who aren't comics don't think like that. They don't think, okay, she's probably the headliner. She's probably been doing it for they so long. They just gave it to her because she's a girl. Exactly. They it's don't affirmative th- action. Think right. like that, and unfortunately, I think it's changing now. But when I was young, the co- the female comics that you did see on TV were more like stereotypical female comics, sure. because there's not exactly a proper representation of female comics in Canada at this point. I think that's changing, but I think people are gonna. I think more women are doing comedy now in the beginning years. Yes. Of their of right yep. now than when I started. I agree. So women got pushed up quickly. I find. But I think back well, yeah. in the eighties sure, and nineties, sure. like the women you see weren't women yeah. that would you know. Yes. But I think there's a lot more women comics that aren't doing that stereotypical like, hey, my husband's this and uh, and uh, holding my purse. We can't find husbands. Thanks for bringing <laughs> yeah. it up. Way to go, Dave. Way to go, Dave. I'm gonna cry. You know what? Now, okay, just tell me your opinion quick about this. Is like, uh, yeah, we've got about two minutes. Okay. So, yeah. There's there's a message board in Toronto and it's on Facebook about like Toronto comedy scene, and I just noticed that a lot of Comics will post questions on there that almost should that used to just get answered in the back of comedy rooms or when you're hanging out with your other comics. But someone said, uh, "Hey, at what point do you or what's the proper etiquette uh, when it comes to doing jokes about your family or or people that you've been in relationships?" Yeah, I with? thought that was a weird one too. Because I thought that was a weird it's one just too. sort of like, but I feel like I think some of these people that are on the board, not to diss anybody, they're people who aren't going to go talk to comics or people yeah, who yeah. have been talked to comics before and have been treated like shit, right? Or had comics be dicks to them. So I think it's just another outlet for them. Um, yeah, and, either, go, Dave. and either answer the question or don't. But I don't like people attacking other people um, because they asked a question. Like, it's right, a question. But, okay. No, I mean, I, I think that's just a new way of form of communication. And that, to like, let people Twitter know who you Facebook are. Facebook is just a new Like, form. I also think that they think if I post, people will see my name. Comics will know who. Yeah, I could be wrong. But, I mean, I'm younger than you. But that's still different to me, too. Like, people, right. we didn't have that right. when, no, when you started. But, yeah, no, of course So not. what do you think? Do you, you think there is a timeline that you can start... Do you, would you tell your parents? And I don't know about Darren. Does a lot of family shit in his act? And mm-hmm. do they? Does your your family know about the jokes that you do? Uh, yeah, they're not happy about it, but you know that's just the way it is. Yeah, mm. I mean, most of my comedy is real too, and it's like you know, I don't say names, I don't say anything, you know, that people. Oh, I say names, I say addresses, well, I don't say <laughs> names, numbers, but I did where my daddy used to work. I did have someone get mad at me over something that I said that I was like, if people hear that and think that it's about you, then you should be putting like. Think about the image of yourself you're putting in the world. Right. Like, I don't say names. I don't say descriptions, anything. So if you're like, wow, people will know that's me, then you should probably not 
sleep with so many hookers. Like, things like that, you know what <laughs> right, I mean? Right, like, right, right. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. If you do a lot of jokes about your cock not working after a lot of cocaine, then you probably either should not tell people that you're doing that or your cock's not working or something like that. Remind me not to do coke with you and get horny. Exactly. There <laughs> your we cock go. won't work? <laughs> but your Adam the Apple will, Michelle. Yeah. That's what hey. he's getting at. There we hey. go. I, don't, um, I just think that there's a lot of shit that people could talk about with their other fellow comics and not put it out there and get better answers faster. But I think you brought up a good point, and we don't have a lot of time. I think sometimes it is a matter of they may have asked and been treated like shit, yeah. and they yeah. don't want to approach other comics because they're like, well, Darren Frost treated me like shit. I don't want to go to another guy <laughs> I who's 20 years in. No, no, no. but I'm just saying no, he's 20 years in. He always going to treat me the way Darren Frost did. I'm just using that as an example, right? I and, had a lot of a lot of like women that were really mean to me when I first started, yeah. and to the point that I would never go up to them and ask them a question or how is this for you or how right. because of that. Right. Well, I'm so glad my parents have never seen me. That's all right. All right. Uh, Well, we are out of time, but let's uh, ways for people to get a hold of you, please. Do you have a website, Twitter handle? Let's get that out of the way. Twitter handle is Michelle's Funny. Website, you can go to michelleshaughnessy.com, but if you don't know how to spell it, you can go to michelleispretty.com. Oh, Oh, cool. That's smart. Good for you. Thank you. And the Cool Chicks of Comedy is uh, uh, Friday and Saturday night at the downtown Yuck Yucks. Go to yuckyucks.com for ticket information or go to canadianmusicweek.com for their information. There is the comedy link on that page as well. Thank you, Michelle, for coming by. Thank you for having me. We have so much more to talk about. You can come back anytime I'd love to. I brought you cookies. Oh, sure. Cool. (laughs) I love a good cookie. All right, that was the end of our uh, interview with Michelle Shaughnessy. Uh, that was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. Um, I've known Michelle for a long time. I know you have, and we've wanted to have her on the show in the in the past, but she hasn't really been through Toronto uh, that much, and now she's kind of based out of here, so hopefully she'll come on some more. Yeah, I've, I've never actually gone to, like, Vancouver and tried to live there for a while. And I yeah. I feel I, I don't I, – I love going to Van, uh, Vancouver as a guy that's only been there once, but I had a good time. Yeah. Not the most fun comedy-wise, but I was on the tail end of an eight-hour – of an eight-week tour, and sometimes, you know, you get at the end of those tours, and you're just like, I don't give a shit about yeah. any show anymore. Yep. Let's just get this fucking thing over with, which is too bad. Yep. But uh, when you really want to enjoy yourself, but it just you just can't muster that up anymore. But um, we got a couple dates to go over. Um, we don't have a lot of time, but uh, April 10th um, at the Gas Station Theater in Winnipeg. Hey, comedy fans of Manitoba, we are doing a live taping as part of the Winnipeg Comedy Festival. On April 10th, uh, once again at the Gas Station Theater, uh, Kathleen McGee will be uh, rejoining the show for a special reunion. Mm-hmm. And we have guests, uh, well, Kenny Robinson and a few other yet to be determined. By next week, we're going to have a final lineup oh, that we can talk list. about yeah. and list. But we do have topics that we'll be covering, uh, such as uh, comedy in Winnipeg, uh, you know, edgy comedy in general, because Kenny's on the show. Uh, so it'll be great. Are also, you a, 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 a out of the closet thing? And we're also going to do a segment on uh, coming out of the closet, right. uh, and as well as I don't know more. Those are the four uh, segments. Also, uh, on April 13th, the debaters, myself and Dave Martin, will be there. Oh, uh, yeah, we're debating. Debating yeah. our topic about the government and its ability to be a good drug dealer if drugs were legal. I am pro, and Dave is con. Well, it's more not just drugs. It's like uh, uh, marijuana. Marijuana. Yeah. Marijuana. Yeah. I don't think cocaine should not be legal. Then you will just have this horrible cocaine-based economy, which would be, that would be like, oh, well, we could pay you in this. We could pay you in money, or we could pay you in this. And some okay. guy freaking out would be like, uh, oh. <laughs> someone's just trying to buy groceries with cocaine. And That's right. It would, be, uh, it would just not be good. And a couple other dates. Uh, April 19th, I'm at the Sudbury Comedy Festival for the Dirty Show with Aaron Berg. Uh, big, oh. uh, big fan of Aaron Berg, so that's going to be fun. And uh, April 24th to 27th, I'm at the Halifax Comedy Festival. So for my East Coast fan... Are you doing dirty stuff out there? No, they are uh, dead set yeah. against dirty shows. I'll be talking about that post-show. Well, you, so what the Sudbury one is you and Aaron just doing... Dirty show. Doing dirty, dirty, dirty show. Dirty shit? Yep. Okay. Is it just you and him being dirty, or do they have uh, other dirty no, people? No, I think Alex Pavoni is on, and I can't remember someone else. So next week I'll have that final lineup. And then this weekend, if you're around London, Ontario, the Saturday night, I'm taping my fourth DVD, uh, Emotional Terrorist at the Yuck Yucks, the Western Fairgrounds. Please, if you want to come out and have a piece of history in your brain, it will be my fourth and probably final DVD recording. Uh, that is at London, yuckyucks.com for ticket information. While doing a DVD of comedy. You could yes. make other DVDs. Of course. Of I'm going to be doing the Canadian version of The Human Centipede. Oh, yeah. Yes. They're just a starring one. No, the cast it's... of Air Farce. It's going to be the cast <laughs> of Air Where's Luba in that chain? Right in the middle, where really? she wants to be. Mm. So she'll take some shit in the mouth, yep. then, then she'll shit in the... Yes. Oh, fuck. 
Yep. I can't believe Michelle is going to go out and try to watch that movie now. Yeah, she think? is. Yeah. We should actually do a whole show where we all watch Human Centipede yeah. and uh, see you know, if we can all get through it or not. Yeah. Right. I just, oh, my God, I don't think I could do it. Uh, if you're going to be in Toronto on April 6th, I'm doing another charity show but where all the comics do get paid first, but it's for the Toronto Humane Society. Uh, it is going to be at the Dominion on Queen. Uh, Darren Frost, Mike Wilmont, Jen Grant, Hunter Collins, and uh, a couple other comics are going to be on it. But, um, yeah, Mike Wilmont and Darren Frost and Jen Grant. That's an excellent lineup already. Yep. I will be hosting it, and uh, it's at the Dominion on Queen at 500 Queen Street East. Come out and check it out and, uh, you know, uh, raise some money and feed some uh, dogs and cats. There we go. That's the name of your first DVD, isn't it? Feed, feed some, some dogs, dogs and cats. cats. And then so. the second one is uh, Gunshots of the Petting Zoo. But I, don't, <laughs> I haven't made that one yet. But uh, Upcoming shows, we have lots of people lined up. Who have we got lined up, uh, Dave? Next week is uh, Derek Forge. He actually talks about, uh, he does a show on MTV called Losing It. Yes. Where he talks about, with a bunch of comics, about losing their virginity the first time. Okay. Do you have a good story about that? Uh, yes, but we don't, we're out of time. Well, I know we we're out of time. We're, we're going to say that next for next week. Next week. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Uh, the week after, we have Arthur uh, Simeon uh, on. Oh, actually, next week with him is Arthur Simeon. And then the week after, Dave Hempstead's first appearance on the show. So we've got some great comedy uh, coming up. So uh, please stay tuned. Uh, we're glad that you uh, listen to us, and we appreciate it every single week. <laughs> do we do? We do. Yeah, of course, I we guess. Yeah. That's it for this week. Anything Goes wants to thank Victoria for producing the show and George Westerholm for the music used. Follow the hosts on Twitter at Comedy Whore at Dave Martin World. Download new episodes every week on iTunes by typing Anything Goes on XM. Join the Facebook group and follow the show on Twitter at Anything Goes Hot. Anything Goes helps you laugh, cry, and learn something. Come back next week. And until then, take it easy.